the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. You can watch the show live on the 9890 Answer Facebook page, the Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page. My personal Facebook page is at least the first hour. <coughs> Catch the podcast by going to 9890answer.com. Click on listen and then click on shows and you will find it right there. Now, I've been around this news game a while. And I've covered politicians for a while and coaches and sports and everything. So I'm not unaccustomed to being lied to. I'm not unaccustomed to being misled. Hopefully you're not either after listening to the show for a while. So when Joe Biden visits the southern border today and he goes to Brownsville, Texas, you might think, hey, this is the hot spot of the border. It was a while back. Uh, But in the past week, What you need to know today is that they have detained 46 illegal immigrants coming across where Biden is visiting. Uh, Donald Trump is going to Eagle Pass, which also has been the hotspot of the border for a while. But while it's not the hotspot now, it's considerably hotter than Brownsville. Uh, Where Trump is going today, they have detained in the past week 2,000. Illegal immigrants. So I didn't do the math on 2,000 versus 46 in terms of percentage increase, but it is significant. And that is, of course, the reason why Joe Biden is going to Brownsville, because he spared Brownsville having to clean up as much as, say, San Francisco did when Xi Jinping came into San Francisco. They had to get rid of all the homeless people and all the drug addicts and all the feces and all the needles. Uh, Lucky for Brownsville, they're flow of migrants has uh, abated, and that is no doubt why Joe Biden is choosing to visit there. Now, it's not just Joe Biden who's lying to you and to me and to us, but right here at home, where we have periodically horrific stories of lives that end prematurely because of murder and mayhem, uh, courtesy of our inept Mayor Andrew Ginther and his equally inept all-Democratic city council and uh, city hall. Uh, We are going to, as I told you last week, beautify our downtown with a $10 million kick-in from the state's super-duper fund. And I thought, and I've said, and I'll say again, The expenditure of $10 million from the state, and that's COVID money they didn't use for COVID. $700 million, 350, I just laughed at the absurdity of it. 350 million controlled by the state Senate, 350 million controlled by the Ohio House. 
They actually call it the Super Duper Fund. That's one crazy portion of this. And I told you last week they were going to give $10 million of that money to the city of Columbus to build a fancy bike path in downtown Columbus because far fewer people go to downtown Columbus anymore because they don't want to get murdered. That is a deterrent to uh, downtown tourism, getting murdered. Uh, The hockey team, if they were playoff worthy, maybe that would diminish some people's concerns about their personal safety. They want to be a part of a winning team, but that, alas, is not the case. So there's really not a lot of reason to go downtown unless you want to get a good meal and you deem it worth the risk of getting murdered. But it's now not a $10 million bike path. As uh, city officials and a uh, Columbus developer, a well-known developer, developer I like, Edwards. Edwards does a great job. They did a great job with Crew Stadium. They did a great job with Tuttle Crossing Mall back in the day. I have no issue with the Edwards uh, Corporation. I have no real issue with developers being developers. I have an issue with developers lying to me or telling me one thing when they really mean another. But I don't get the sense that that's the case here with the uh, Edwards development. The people lying to you, and this will not shock you, is the mayor and his officials. Because I distinctly remember in May of 2023, when Andrew Ginther had his State of the City address, uh, he was quite open about what his number one priority was, or is, as the mayor of Columbus. In fact, he said it in his speech and he repeated it. In this interview with 10TV. Well, it's the number one priority of the city. And obviously, as mayor, it's our number one priority is making sure our neighborhoods are safe uh, and that they're healthy and strong. Number one priority, making sure our neighborhoods are safe and that they're healthy and strong. Seems like a good priority. It's one of the few things, maybe the only thing, that Andrew Ginther and I would agree on. No, we'd agree on one other thing. I like to play OSU Scarlet, too. I don't get to play it the hundreds of times that Andrew Ginther does per year or even once a year. But that's what we'd agree on. Scarlet's a great course to play, and that safety ought to be number one. So imagine my shock when I turn to page two of Jim Weicker's Columbus Dispatch report about the bike-friendly downtown $100 million plan to swap road lanes for pedestrian passages. And right here on page two, after I read all about how the Uh, Columbus Downtown Development Corporation. You remember them, right? They're the ones when the dispatch asked them to provide answers about their big fat payment to their retired CEO, payments in excess of a million dollars. They said, ah, go ask someone else. And then that someone else said, no, go ask the CDDC. (laughs) This is just... But Ginther, on page two of this story celebrating the soon-to-be 100, not 10, $100 million bike path for downtown Columbus. Andrew Ginther is quoted saying, this is a top priority for me. A top priority for me. I thought safety was your top priority. Now I will grant you that you can have more than one priority, but I wouldn't say it's a top priority while you have people getting murdered at an alarming rate, cars being stolen at an alarming rate. 
But no, Ginther says this is a top priority for me. And then he goes on and he says, see if this is true. We're still the heart and soul of this region, meaning downtown Columbus. There is no Granville. There is no Newark. There is no Grove City. And there is no Dublin or New Albany without a strong, healthy, vibrant downtown. And that is why this boondoggle bike path is so important to be investing in ourselves for the future. Is that true? There's no Dublin or New Albany without a strong, healthy, vibrant downtown. I probably am best able to vet this statement from Andrew Ginther as it relates to Dublin. Now, I would submit to the court of public opinion that we have not had a safe, prosperous, vibrant downtown Columbus since the George Floyd riots or since the pandemic, right? Downtown Columbus has struggled. We got commercial real estate vacancies. We got murders. We had Andrew Ginther had to basically shut down the short north, not allow anybody to park there in order to keep it quiet for a weekend while his national mayor's conference was in town. So I don't think he could argue plausibly. He would argue it, but not plausibly. The downtown has been safe, healthy, strong, vibrant, For the past three years, how's Dublin doing over the last three years? How's that bridge? Did did that bridge park thing fail? Is that, is bridge park in Dublin, did that make it? Are the restaurants full of people? Did they ever get that bridge built, that walking bridge over Dublin? Has anybody been down on Bridge Street in Dublin, seen how that has changed over the past three, four, five years? Strikes me, and I'm not. I'm not a developer. I'm not a politician. But strikes me Dublin's doing okay. Maybe better than okay. Over the last three or four years. While downtown Columbus has struggled. And I've been out to New Albany. A time or ten. In the last couple years. Uh, Downtown New Albany seems like it's doing great. I don't think. There are. Vacancy signs for sale signs in yards in New Albany, which reminds me. Weren't we supposed to be cared, caring in Columbus about affordable housing? Wasn't that, a, wasn't that a big priority of the mayor? And Shannon Harden, the city council president, and everybody else? You got $100 million laying around, you're going to build a fancy bike path to connect the Scioto Mile and the this and the that. And all in an effort to get people to come back downtown when what I would argue is the only way they're going to come back downtown is if they stop seeing headlines about people being murdered or their cars stolen or being pistol whipped or the like. I'm going to spend a lot of money here. Oh, what a relief yesterday. Joe Biden, uh, before departing for Brownsville, Texas, had his uh, physical examination at Walter Reed Army Hospital. And we got a definitive answer uh, why he is a stumbling, bumbling, mumbling fool. It's not dementia. It's seasonal allergies and obstructive sleep apnea. 
I have those. But I wouldn't be afraid to sit down and do an interview with a major national reporter. I speak for two hours a day on the radio, sometimes more if I'm doing a podcast. Uh, and I have seasonal allergies and, and occasional obstructive sleep apnea. I'm doing better than the president. Uh, the physician's name, by the way, if he's yours, I'd get a different doctor. Kevin O'Connor, his conclusion says Biden is an active 81-year-old and able to execute his duties as president. What are his duties as president? To let Obama make all the decisions behind closed doors? And he's able to do that. Here's more from Dr. O'Connor. President Biden is a healthy, active, robust 81-year-old male. Wait a minute. Isn't that transphobic to say he's a male? Uh, Who remains fit? Who remains fit? Hmm. Why does he wander off the stage like a lost puppy? Who remains fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency? To include those as chief executive, head of state, commander-in-chief, as long as he gets to bed by 6 p.m. Oh, I added the last part. Sorry. <clears throat> they did admit. What? What? That Biden's a well-meaning elderly man with a compromised memory? No. It's not Robert Hur's report. This is <laughs> Kevin O'Connor's report. He says uh, Biden has trouble sleeping due to obstructive sleep apnea. Oh, I thought maybe it was all the evil that he's doing throughout the world that maybe wears on whatever vestige of a conscience he has left. Nope, just the sleep apnea. Uh, I don't like being lied to by Dr. Kevin O'Connor or by anybody. That's why, as I flip back to this story about the now $100 million bike path for downtown Columbus, I take issue with the fact that they find $100 million laying around, by the way, from philanthropic, private, and public funding. How much do you think is going to be philanthropic how many of it, how much of it do you think is going to be private and how much do you think it's going to be public i'm putting my chip on the public funding being the biggest part of this but i just don't like being told we don't have enough affordable housing when housing in columbus and the latest reports are that our average monthly rent is $400 under the national average and i don't like being told by the mayor that his top priority is safety if he's got $100 million laying around to spend on this. Now, I know it's Franklin County, and it's different than Columbus and all that. But the story of five-year-old Darnell Taylor and what happened to him shows me that if we've got $100 million laying around, $10 million of it's coming from the state, at least $10 million from the Super Duper Fund, you could at least take that and give it to, oh, I don't know, an audit of Franklin County Children's Services or maybe the statewide Children's Services or something. Because Darnell Taylor, five years old, killed by all appearances by his 48-year-old guardian, Pammy May, was just horribly, horribly abandoned by virtually everyone in his life. The story comes from 10TV. They have substantiated a report of physical abuse and neglect involving Darnell Taylor on March 24th, 2022, less than two years ago. His biological mother, who they do not name because she is not charged with any crime, uh, apparently left Darnell Taylor outside in a stroller, strapped into a stroller in March of 2022. Now, it could have been a warm day, but mm, leaving a child unattended outside in March 
strapped in a stroller. She said she was punishing him for calling her a bad name. A neighbor told Columbus police a different story than the mom who said Darnell Taylor had been out there for five minutes. The neighbor said he'd been out there alone, alone for an hour. He was then taken to Franklin County Children's Services. His mother was taken to Grant Medical Center after she made suicidal and homicidal remarks to officers. Wait, I have a question. How did she not end up dead? We were told yesterday by this wacko former LAPD internal affairs guy that the guy who was shot this week by Columbus police deserved better because when police officers show up, mentally ill people get killed. She's making homicidal and suicidal remarks to officers. Why didn't they shoot her and kill her? I know why. Because she didn't have an upraised knife that she was coming at officers with. Man, I'm sick of the lies about police officers and how they don't prize and treasure life. Again, still waiting for a story about how emotionally impacted the police officers were who spent, I think, 36 or 48 straight hours looking for Darnell Taylor before his guardian was found in Cleveland and told him that she had stuffed him in a storm drain after she suffocated him. Darnell's grandparents... Took Darnell in after the incident with the mother, but then they gave him up to Pammy May and her husband because they said they were having a hard time handling him. They said May was a longtime family friend who they trusted when they needed help raising the boy. Pammy May had no criminal history, but in a February 22nd arraignment, this according to 10TV, a prosecutor on the case said she has a history of bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and that she exhibited troubling behavior in the past, like possessive and controlling behavior. We got $10 million from the state, $100 million overall for a bike path. And this young man, whose life is tragically cut short, because everyone around him who should have loved him and protected him failed him. We can't shake a few dollars free to reform, or at least look at reforming, Franklin County Children's Services. Remember, Micaiah Bryant, who, she had the intersectionality boxes and died in a shooting by a Columbus police officer, so she became a cause celeb nationally. LeBron's tweeting about her, everybody's, Al Sharpton, everybody's tweeting about Micaiah Bryant. Remember, she was awarded Franklin County Children's Services, too. Remember that? I remember that. She's not mentioned in this story, by the way. Because, of course, we wouldn't want to do anything to upset the government grift that's going on in Columbus. Just keep giving them money, keep giving them money, keep giving them money. But save a little back because, you know, that bike path, that'll really spruce things up. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.